remind you, 007, that Blofeld's dead. Finished. The least we can expect from you now is a little plain, solid work. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the 007 Minute, where each and every other day, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, we go over a beautiful minute of probably one of the most exciting uh, James Bond movies, the 1971 feature, Diamonds Are Forever. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two, Mark Cerulli of Illuminar.tv. And we are just about to have the first fight of, uh, of the movie. And this is, is uh, uh, a movie with some great fights in it. Yeah, that's true. And so this will be fight number one. Uh, we start with uh, nothing up my sleeves. Uh, Just that uh, beautiful sport is, jacket. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. A little high on the buttons, though, although he does have his arms raised. Yeah. And then uh, uh, signal, Mr. Steamboat Sideburns comes over, yes. uh, who's actually George Cooper, professional boxer uh, and, uh, I guess, part-time actor. Yeah. And uh, doing something that is illegal in the United States, you are not, believe it or not, you are not allowed to booby t- booby trap yourself. <laughs> really? Yeah, but he's James Bond. He can, yeah. he, he can do said, it. Don't stick your hand in there, <laughs> or, or, or you might not get. Yeah. All right, and that's what a what a genius little device, you know, yeah. a hand trap. <laughs> I mean, and, the, the sound effects are beautiful. Oh, too. oh my the god, yeah, and the music, the music works so well with this scene. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the 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 violins and the and the horns and then uh, and and just the, the carefully choreographed fighting one person at a time. Yeah. Although he does he does like yeah. a bowling line up there where he kind oh, of yeah. spins them yeah, around, which is and lets great. Them, lets them loose. And ah. then I just love how he just casually picks up those scalpels, and right away he's uh, an expert knife thrower, and of course he is. You know. Yeah, well, these, you know, that's, that's all that uh, MI6 training. Yeah. And, uh, we'll see that. Uh, I guess we'll get into more. There is a lot of knife throwing in Bond films. I, I can think in, Oc- in Octopussy, there mm-hmm. were, uh, was it Miska and Grishka, the the guys from the circus that were mm-hmm. throwing knives? So they, uh, but lots of, lots of good, good, heavily tossed knives. And of course, uh, poor Charles Gray, uh, when he was Henderson, <laughs> he got killed by a yes, yes. little knife in the back. And here's Terry Mountain doing his great death scene. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. His five seconds of glory. Yeah, but, oh. Uh, uh, the beautiful uh, I just love it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I just love his exaggerated grimace. It's, it's just. And then Blofeld makes, like, the most feeble attempt to stab Bond ever. Yeah. But let's see. Maybe I'll get lucky. <laughs> and, of course, Bond. One, two, good old. <laughs> Good old try. I think getting hit with the surgical lamp. Yeah, and if anyone has that lamp in their living room, let us know. We'd love to know uh, if it still you know, works. They're, they're available on eBay for about a thousand bucks, and it is very tempting. I mean, can you imagine the, the great even illumination that you get underneath that thing? Just a just a gorgeous bit. Mm. Yeah, Char- Charles Gray really doesn't. It's very half-hearted. I mean, he has to get he he once one faint and then a you know this, this yeah. slight stab. I don't know how he's gonna how he figured he was gonna stab somebody with that from that distance yeah. with a uh, a knife that isn't even that sharp at the at the tip. This is more like a slicing knife mm. you use to carve up a turkey. But oh, this well. again after he straps him to the gurney and they f- turn it around and then you see him like <laughs> staring into that that pool of of uh mashed potatoes yeah well no it, it, you know that's that's like a sulfur oh, yeah. pool yeah i mean yeah. if 
For, forget, 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 uh, forget, the, yeah, forget the movie for a second, but it's just, right, yeah, a it's, sulfur pool. Forget hygiene. You know, you're operating on someone. You're doing face transplants, but uh, hey, we got we got a sulfur pool here. Yeah, I keep wondering. You know, he uh, we, we watch Bond go over and turn that knob up to uh, you know whatever eleven is, you know, lava lava strength, lower yeah. and raise the temperature. Yeah. So what's heating it? Do they have like gas jets? He it, shouldn't that sulfur be kind of selfy? Natural, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's artificial. Yeah. But you know, when you're in the moment, you don't think about that. It's like, oh my god, he just he just shoved the villain into a red hot <laughs> vat of uh, sulfur. Yeah, never noticed before that uh, that Blofeld is wearing uh, matching socks. His socks match his uh, leisure suit. Well, they cared about that, but you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just uh, and where do you buy that? Where where do the where do megalomaniacs buy their their outfits? You know. Well, I would assume that he'd have somebody come in and, and measure him. Yes, for that yes, kind of stuff. A megalomaniac yeah. tailor. Obviously, you know, good taste with the floor shimes. Um, but uh, yeah, stunning, uh, stunning use of <laughs> how to how to get rid of somebody. And then the oh, yeah. and then you have the cat's squeal. And uh, I remember, you know, hearing that in the in the theater, and there's a cat, and and Connery turns his head, and it just it was great. It it and it's still very yeah. effective. I mean, no, he gets you know he gets gets to put that signature line of "Welcome to Hell." Yeah. Now you have to wonder oh. they must have been using the same breeder from uh, "You Only Live Twice," right? The uh, with the big white cat, the fluffy white cat. Yeah, I don't I don't know how hard it is to find fluffy white cats. I would think that they might be. Pretty common. I was wondering how many takes they had to film. I'm assuming that that's a mannequin going in in the final part because he sinks a little bit regularly. Yeah, yeah you don't want you don't want to you don't want to take a chance with Charles Gray. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I've I've got sulfur up my nostrils. I can't uh, can't come to work this week. Yeah, it does look like a good a good stuntman going in yeah. on the first try. I, mm-hmm. I would hope all this is one take. You don't really yeah. want to want to have to shoot that and have all the extra blow felt uh, uh, leisure suits around. Mm. Um, he really does. Looking back, scrubbing through, he really does turn the thing up to eleven. I mean, he goes right past where where you'd normally stop with on yeah. that high temperature. Yeah, yeah. And what a what a magnificent set by Ken Adam. I mean, once yeah. again, you know. Yeah, just so many so many accoutrements there. I mean, it's, there's the surgical area, and for some reason they have a cauldron. <laughs> it's like yeah, this, this this wrought iron cauldron, which doesn't really seem to have much of a place in the surgical facility. But you know, you never know when it might come in handy. Yes, well, when you're yeah, when you're creating uh, doubles of uh, the world's uh, greatest villain, you know. And it also seems like there's a there must be a backstory to this entire uh, facility that it seems to be like a repurposed castle. Maybe this was a dungeon or well, something. Well, like and think it's in Central chamber. America or South America somewhere. Yeah. You yeah. know, but then they've always said you know Brazilian plastic surgeons are the best, and so there there you go. Yeah, it's. And this is this is all within five minutes of starting the movie. Mm-hmm, we're, mm-hmm. we're already we're already we've already had a resolution of right. one plot. Well, the movie starts with a guy getting flung through a a, a wall, That's you true, know, yeah. rice paper wall, and uh, it just uh, keeps going from there. So yeah, this is again. I just it's one of my favorites. I love this. Film. Yeah, I, I do love the the compression of all. I mean, this could have been an entire movie in itself of hunting down Blofeld. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, get get everybody up to speed. Get everybody to forget about uh, that other guy that played Bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's he's back and he's doing all the things you want him to. You want him to be a knife thrower. You want right. him to be uh, a master uh, uh, you know, pugilist. 
Um, and and using every he's the, that MacGyver of using whatever is at hand, you know, hitting right. people over the head with uh, with, with surgical lamps, or right. th- you know, throwing a nearby stack of uh, stainless steel scalpels. Mm. Have you ever seen any of those uh, the, these particular props that we're looking at in this movie uh, up up on the auction block at all? No. Uh, well, yes, uh, years ago, one of the uh, water pistol uh, from the lab came up. I free, when I think it was a Christie's auction. It went for some ungodly sum. But someone has that in their living room now, or maybe they use it in their kitchen to wash their lettuce off with. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I keep wondering where those uh, those lightning bolt helmets from the Oh, man. Are. I've never seen one of those. Never seen one of those. But, you know, they're yeah. out. I'm sure they're out there. Somebody has one. And, the, you know, all the stainless steel picks and scalpels and things mm. that are uh, that are lying Well, don't forget, there. those were probably just reused on other movies, you know? Yeah, that, that's true. They probably have, like, just a prop kit of, of all the uh, – anything that you needed from a – from medical display, right? Yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> or somebody's being operated uh, on with one of those right now. Imagine that. <laughs> hey, wait! It's not the Doesn't scalpel from all. Diamonds Are Forever. No anesthesia. <laughs> I want to feel it. I, I, I wonder about you know, like there's so much. Have you ever seen storyboards for this particular movie? Because no. this has to be extremely storyboarded. You sure, every yeah. Cut that they I'm have sure. to do. The in, there's a there's a bunch of inserts. We see the insert just to explain things like where uh, henchman number one pulls you know puts his hand inside, and you get the separate picture of the prop, and uh, which by the way would be a great prop to have. Pull, pulling you know pulling the prop out, then they go to the master action. There's there's a bunch of scenes like showing that he's picking up a a handful of scalpels. There's, mm-hmm. there's that inset. Mm-hmm. Um, the the isolated shots of um, I've forgotten the name of the fel- the henchman number two who grabs Terry, Terry Mountain. Mm-hmm. Grabbing all the, uh, grabbing all the, that's a separate one. The separate one of uh, Blofeld grabbing the big, you know, the the big bone carver. Yeah. As I'm counting this, just in this one minute, I think I've come up with 25. Yeah, there are 25 separate cuts on this. So that's like one every other, every other second there's a new image. Yeah, this was, um, uh, for its time, a very fast-cutting film. And, of course, the, our other favorite, uh, Airport, having multi yes. You know, Multi, multi things happening at the same time. Yeah, um, but, it, but it, it didn't have the snap of this movie, you know, the the no, cutting can, style. Can, yeah, compare this to the pace of, say, Dr. No. Dr. No is, if you watch it again, it just kind of, I mean, it's a fascinating movie, but it just plods. Mm. There's so many hanging on every scene, like, yes, we see that's Jack Lord. Yes, we see he's getting on a boat. But this is, there's no, there's no time. But for I mean, its time, time, I mean, for 62, there was no other movie that looked like that. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's true. you know, no wonder people, you know, flock to see it. And and specifically, I think Dr. No was cut more like a TV show than a movie. I mean, mm. it, it seemed to be a lot more in the uh, stuff that you'd see on The Fugitive or uh, or Hawaii Five-O, that kind of stuff. It, it, it picked up the pace a lot more, of, had, a, had more of a TV pacing. So by the time this is 71, so almost nine, nine years later. Isn't that incredible? It, Only it, nine years later and, uh, you know. Connery was now a worldwide star. Yeah, uh, and and all these things were like there was so much expectation out of the movie. You had to have the different scenes. You had to have the different, you know, the standing sets, the the tropes, the all the tropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Money Penny. You had M. You had you know all, all the mm-hmm. stuff going on, and we wanted to see it all happen. And even even his toupee looks good in this. Ah, uh, yes. It's just just there's a couple of still scenes where I'm looking, and it's just a little bit off in the in the color for, for the rest of his mm. hair, but. Uh, I yeah, but you know weird. what? When when you're a ten year old kid sitting in the movie theater, you don't. Yeah. You, I didn't notice that. I was like, oh my god, there he is. Yeah, 
Yeah, you just want to go out and He's push back. somebody with a pile of mashed potatoes. Yes, exactly. Right. And, and like like you were saying earlier with Ken Adam, it's so everything in a Ken Adam show, it's a, it's just a little bit off kilter. There's like mm. half a wall, half a scene, half everything's kind of oval. There's no square corner. Yeah, it's and like the the Spanish architecture kind of melds into the the granite you know rock formation. Yeah, it does, but it, it all even, works. It all works yeah, somehow. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense from a practical matter. Why would you have like that, those halfway doors that don't? You know, they're not even tall enough to have somebody go through them. But it's like, well, that's that's how this is. That's a, it's a it's a repurposed something else. It was you know. You, you try to figure out there must have been one heck of a backstory to this. I can. It it's funny how you can just get entertained scrubbing the scene. But it does. You know, this is the end. This is the end of our pre credits. Yeah. So we, I mean, well, man, you, you need a you need a nap after the pre credits. I mean, look <laughs> yes. at look at all that's taken place. Yeah, and we, we've we've gotten to the point where. You know, this is this is what happened to Bond after Tracy died. Right, and he went on he went on his revenge quest. Right, and, exactly. and solved it. Yeah. So five so minutes he's... later, we're we're two movies we're two movies in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you think of that as the mini movie, there did he just leave the cat? That's the thing I was wondering about. Do you think he just left the cat behind? Well, that cat did survive because we see it in Vegas. So uh, yeah, I think I think Bond spared the cat. Yeah, and you think he would be. I don't know. I, I always wonder what the what the mop up was like after this because, okay, he killed he killed uh, Blofeld and the two henchmen, but mm-hmm. there is a bunch of other doctors out there. He didn't kill the doctors. And don't don't forget the guy in the uh, in the mud bath. Yeah, he's in true. there. He's dead. And then he's there was dead. the guy that Bond impersonates that you see that, out in the right, little the, garden. The doctor so. that, that he left out yeah. in the garden. So, but presumably um, he just knocked him out. He didn't kill him. Yeah. I just, I just was wondering, you know, the, what's the egg? Bond's good that way. <laughs> if, he, if he doesn't have to kill you, he doesn't. No, he's licensed, but he's right. not, you know, he doesn't. Right. He's, <laughs> he's not trigger happy. He's licensed, but yeah. he's not trigger happy. <laughs> so, uh, so we are, we're off to a rolling, yeah. a rolling, rollicking start. And it only show. gets better from here. Yeah. And then we start getting those, uh, those initial notes of the, of the theme, mm-hmm. which is, uh, well, we're going to talk more about that on Wednesday with an expert. Yes, yes. So uh, let's let's hold on that for a bit. We'll uh, we'll go on there. I just I, I, one last thing I want to say in the last the last second of this uh, this particular scene is it's it's so nice watching the old hand drawn mats. This is the the mat that of the cat's eye slowly mm. turning into a diamond. Yeah, and it's so you know today's today's animation, wonderful though it may be. There's something just nice and friendly about a about a hand drawn mat that's just a little bit a little bit rough a little bit you know you can tell it was it was designed by a human being mm. and just feels like you're you're getting somebody was laboring over these individual friends. oh for sure but again you know when you're sitting there in a theater and these movies were you know made to be seen in theaters. You don't notice. You're just in the moment, you know. And then you've got yeah. the magnificent title sequence, and that just you know draws you. And and the music, of course. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. But well, let's let's hold off on that until yes. Wednesday. But we'll, we'll come back to it. Um, for folks who want to talk a little bit more about this, we are always available online on the uh, on Facebook. You can find us at uh, Operation Grand Slam on Facebook. You can find us at our uh, great big website. Uh, 007minute.com, where you can f- check up on uh, previous episodes and look at future ones. Uh, we are always available. Uh, iTunes and Google Play. Uh, go out there and, uh, and and find us, sign up, subscribe, and get this delivered hot and fresh Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for as long as uh, Mark and I are still on this earth. <laughs> well, 
We've got a lot of things to go through, and hopefully Mark just won't be curled up in a ball after <laughs> after a couple of weeks. But we'll we'll keep going. But uh, thank you for joining us here, and uh, enjoy enjoy your Tuesday. And we'll see you Wednesday back here on the Double O Seven Minutes. We're on, right on, right by the sulfur pool. Can't miss yes, us. Yes, yes, and uh, and of course Bert Saxby is nowhere to be found. <laughs> Bert Saxby. Yeah. Tell him he's fired. <laughs>